You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. At 12.06 on this rather humid Thursday. What a month it has been, month of July. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM now. Those that are tuning in, watching the Noon Report live (coughs) behind me. Yes, that is. You see a Providence police vehicle. That is the street at the uh, public safety complex because I will be attending (coughs) the press conference coming up. We're going to carry it live. So this will be a little bit of an abbreviated noon report simply because uh, we had a homicide in the city yesterday. We're going to get the latest on that. And then I'm also going to tell you this developing story. As many of you know, I mean, we're very plugged in. And I hear and communicate with a lot of different individuals, and there's a narrative that's starting to emerge regarding this Enrique Sanchez, this representative in Providence. I'm going to tell you about it in just a moment. Folks, right now, though, on this Thursday, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and it's brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Hey, they're open. You know they are. Folks, two words. Ready? Fresh native vegetable three words fresh native vegetables corn tomatoes peppers cucumbers who said onions zucchini yellow squash folks pr landscape materials and garden center 3688 quaker lane north kingstown steve debbie don't forget junior and byron look for them on facebook pop in they have great unique gifts they also have plenty of things plants <coughs> hanging pots and plants but also you know, as I've told many of you, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of, if you can, have a natural border, right? Plant maybe some abravite, deer-resistant, and then that just gives you the nice privacy you're looking for. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, also check out the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick, lunch, dinner, drinks, and lounge. And now they have the brand new market open, and it's such a hit. It's the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Now, folks, I also just want to mention, before I get to this big story that we're going to talk about, and again, uh, there's nothing wrong. I know last night we had problems with comments with Facebook, but coming up at 1, I will be, we're going to carry live the Providence Police Conference. So this noon report is going to be a little abbreviated just so we can get in and make sure we get everything set up on time. But um, I want to just mention, I... Some of the people, when you watch the news, this is going to be really quick, but I'm trying to be helpful. And I try to tell people that you don't have to comment on every story. You don't have to like every story. I don't understand. So, like, are we led to believe that as people are watching the news, they like every story that's reported on? And then they just, yeah, I like that. I like that. I mean, it, it just doesn't work that way. Thus, I am at a loss to explain These people that, you know, there's one story they don't like. Listen, the story that we have on the website, petro.com, it's accurate. It happened. The people at Twin Oaks uh, put out, you know, gave us a statement saying they they said it was a way. I don't know if that's what they're saying. It's like that's the story they're sticking to it. So that a web designer posted that. I'm just at a loss at these people that feel the need. Only because, listen, like. I think they underestimate how what little tolerance I have for certain people in 
being critical in nature. Who would put up with it? Why should I put up with it? it it's just moronic to me. So there are people, I love the page, oh, I don't like that story. I don't. Hey, guess what? Scroll along. Scroll along. I, I, I don't know what to make of it. When, you, when you're watching the news, if they carry a story you don't like, do you get up and walk out of the room? He's just like, okay. You know, I watched whatever. I watched for a period of 30 minutes and I liked half of the stories, half I didn't care about or whatever. I just, these people that want to do a line in the sand. You're, you're messing. It, it's, and these people, I read this yesterday. Well, then why are you commenting? Maybe not everyone did. God almighty. Telling you folks, as many of you know, one is I am pushed to the limit with the social media stuff. Some of these people, absolute insanity. All right, we're going to move on. Um, I have to. This guy, Michael, he's, he's a long, he it's even says longtime supporter. He, what, why was this here? I read this yesterday. Then, then, then scroll, Harry. Go keep going. <clears throat> Yeah, when I'm watching a, a, a football game, I don't start screaming at the television if they show. I know the score. I know it's ten. Ah. <laughs> All right, let's 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 not go off the rails here, folks. As Juan can do. <clears throat> Excuse me. This story, and we're going to give it more attention. Enrique Sanchez. Now he's a member of the Providence Democrat Socialists. He doesn't pretend to be. He doesn't believe in our form of government. But there was a great story that this um, Providence Police body cam footage, Channel 12 has it. I think Channel 10 has it now. Um, But the globe broke it, where you have the Providence Police, and they're talking with this state representative, Enrique Sanchez, early morning hours of April 28th, outside of an illegal after-hours establishment. These are my people, bro. These are my people. Now, I want to commend... Lieutenant Chip Vieira, who's told Sanchez, hey, listen, you hold office. You shouldn't be here. What are you doing here? <clears throat> right? It's 3.30 in the morning or 3 o'clock. Then, one night later, they find him. He's at um, a Biza Lounge at 3 o'clock. They're supposed to close at 2. These are my people, bro. I'm 26. Then he throws out, oh, no, check with the chief. He knows my deal. Like, <clears throat> now... These, quote, sip joints, I'll just say, they're after hours clubs. They operate. They, as, as our legal expert, Tim Dodd said, they're, they're illegal. They, they charge money. There are people, let's think, who are the people that would like to go to a place where, you know, they carry firearms, there's drugs, there's gambling, they have a cover charge, they have a set thing. They basically are people that say, Hey, I'm going to run my own late night after hours club. But someone was murdered at one of them. They are illegal. And then he's there. Now, what I'm going to follow up on. So one night, he's at this, they call it a sip joint. But it's an after hours. There's a difference between after a club and there's an after hours party. And a group of people say, hey, you know, let's take the party over to whatever, Sally's house. And then the party just continues. That's not what this is. This is not the after-hours party. Many times people that work in a club, they're wound up, right? It's 2 o'clock. So then they go over to someone's house apartment and then the party. That's not what this is. This is, you know, they have a bartender. Sometimes they have dancers. 
Sometimes there's, there's drugs available. There's a cover charge. Kind of got to know someone to get in, so to speak. But many times it is a gathering spot, illegal activity, drug dealers, criminals, cartel members, everything else. So follow the narrative here. First they see him, this Enrique Sanchez. First they see him outside of one of these places, just sitting in his car. Oh, yeah, I'm just checking email. Yeah, 3.30 in the morning. Then the next night they find him inside the club, cup in hand, at 3 o'clock in the morning with a club that was supposed to be closed at 2 o'clock. <clears throat> and then he goes, oh, no, these are my people, dude. Now, I don't know if this is true. But there's a promoter out there who said the buzz on the street since this story hit. And I think this is really interesting. I want to be really clear. I don't know if this is true. I'm telling you the parts about this story that that are true. That he is someone, he doesn't belong in office. He was a big part of the problem in 2020. No justice, no peace, blank the police. He was part of, now you know why he wants to defund the police. Now we, know, now we know why one of the reasons he wants to abolish the police for this illegal criminal activity. But there's a promoter out there who said the word on the street is that he tells these after hour clubs and some of these regular nightclubs that, hey, if you want a hey bro, if you want to operate later, I, I have th- this is what I was told. I, I have an agreement with the police like. You can operate and, and the police won't hassle you if I'm in the mix. Like, I'll run interference for you. However, you got to donate to my campaign. Now, that certainly sounds like extortion. And that certainly sounds like a shakedown. Now, I'm going to have an open mind on this. This promoter who I've dealt with in the past, who knows um, some rather sketchy individuals, to put it mildly, Claims that that is like the word on the street. Now, what's interesting about this is he is sitting outside the place and it's almost like he is running security and he stops the police as they're coming in. Then when the police go into this club at three o'clock in the morning, he's right there again. So I want to be really clear. I don't know that this is the case. I also I want to ask the police I, am, I already checked with one officer who said th- there's no such license. <clears throat> if he's saying that, and let me just hear me out. If he's going to these clubs or after hours places, like, oh, yeah, like almost hear me out as if like I have a special license. So if you if you pay me, the police won't come and you can operate. So I, I don't believe that that is the case. I will ask. I think. Both times he should have been brought into custody, certainly outside of the after hours place where there'd been a murder two months earlier. <clears throat> As you can imagine, when someone is murdered a place like this, nobody saw anything. No one cooperates. Everyone flees the hell out of there. So they're dangerous. They're illegal. But his presence there is an interesting one. So think of you're running an illegal establishment and what's your, your number one fear One of them is that the police may shut you down. And then comes along a rep. By the way, he wouldn't be the first person to do this. Um, This, unfortunately, is an old form of political corruption. 
there are councilmen, different people like that in all over the world, really. I'm not even going to limit it to Rhode Island or the United States, but who basically now they, they basically say, you know, if if you pay me, I'll run interference and keep the police out of your place. That's basically how it works. But now the police, here's the thing. The police may not even know about this stuff. So if you've ever seen the episode of The Wire with uh, the councilman, Clyde, Clyde Davis, where he goes up to Stinger, Stringer Bell and says the golden goose and the rainmaker, he's, he's rainmaked you, as the attorney says, which is you pay him a certain amount of bribes. And then when you get the normal licenses you're supposed to get, they take credit for it. If you don't get what you're supposed to be getting, they act like, well, you're going to pay more. <clears throat> so they rainmake you. They take credit, right? Somebody goes to a golf course and says to the guy, listen, if you pay me, I'll make it rain. Next day, it doesn't rain. You got to be patient. Next day, it doesn't rain. You got to be patient. Next day, it rains. <laughs> He's like, I told you it was going to rain. That's why you paid me the five grand. Then when he needs it to rain again, they go back to the guy. He's like, well, this time it's going to be 10. Pays them the 10. No rain, no rain, it rains. See, I mean, that's along the same concept. But this is even worse if, in fact, he is running interference. So I want to be really clear. It's a developing story. It's, it's an allegation. He is the presumption of innocence. I find it interesting, though, that he is kind of, they come in and he's like, I'll handle this. And immediately gets forward with police, like, do you know who I am? And I'm going to take control of the situation. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Remember, get your driveway paved, get your parking lot paved. J. Perry Paving, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coatings, patios. It's J. Perry Paving. Call them today. Free estimate. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them today, look for them on Facebook. So we give a one-minute heads up to JR. Now, folks, again, the latest now, um, there was the drowning in Warwick yesterday. Terrible. It sounds like the man had a medical episode. I posted that he was swimming with his family at City Park, suddenly had a medical episode and drowned terrible in Warwick, but then there was a fatal stabbing. So coming up at one o'clock, we are going to carry the briefing. Just a reminder, tomorrow night, Cranston PD Live, episode 29 comes your way. And then with this heat wave, we'll be out again tonight. Very active out on the streets. First one on the scene live stream and bring it to you. Make sure you support the page, subscribe to the page, and then visit petro.com Now, Radio show. We're on till two. A lot of people have been asking about this Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos and the scandal keeps getting worse. What we're going to do is on the radio, we're going to replay part of that press briefing, which now things are not already fleshed out and and they're already these contradictions. As far as uh, the Facebook crowd, at one o'clock, we're going to have for you the Providence Police press briefing. So right now, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Let's send it back. We're going to take a quick break with JR in the studio. 
You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Call them today. Heating and cooling in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Three generations you can always depend on Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling. Call them today, 401-885-4209. Three generations, they're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they're going to serve you for a very long time. They have a great user-friendly website. You just log on at propaneplus.com, and then you type in your zip code, residential, commercial, propane plus, heating and cooling, always there for you. Give them a call today in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. The Johnson family, three generations, heating and cooling, you can always depend on Propane Plus. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. So as many of you know, the big local story that has taken hold is the scandal involving Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. Now, I hear a lot of people, they know that there was her press conference last Friday night at 6 o'clock. And a lot of information came out of that. And then this week, this is week two of the the scandal with the signatures. A lot of news came out of that, but I hear a lot of people that didn't actually hear it. So what I would like to do is now, and there will be some interruption. It's not going to be no interruption, but I think I think it's important for people to hear what she was saying less than a week ago. And then how that story, as we know, has played out now. So we're going to play it. This was, now she's running for Congress. She's a lieutenant governor. This story, now the story they have together has certainly unfolded in a different direction. But this was the press briefing of congressional candidate, lieutenant governor, Sabina Matos. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. So Friday, I did go to um, the lieutenant governor, had that late, well, not late, late afternoon, early evening, 6 o'clock press briefing. And I'll tell you, folks, it was it was just pathetic. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. It's online. Um, I'm, it's one of those things. I'm glad I went. I did not find her explanation for things. Uh, I didn't find them. I didn't find it plausible. I didn't find her believable. Um, she marches into this whole business of, uh, let me play some of her and her attorney. This was Friday. And this is her with this, uh, very dramatic reading. Where then she even gets emotional. Good um, thank you all of you for being here today. I want to begin by thanking the people of Rhode Island for their patience as we have been working to understand this situation. Hold on one moment, folks. I may have a, um, I may have a clearer 
audio of this and that I'd rather play. I want to double check. I think I do. I apologize. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, let me play. It's worth listening to. That was raised to the lieutenant governor's qualification for the ballot. Yeah. The lieutenant governor is on the ballot. Um, she, w- she had been already uh, qualified for the ballot by the Secretary of State after the boards of canvassers across the state had reviewed the petition signatures. And today, again, the Board of Elections confirmed that and the lieutenant governor will be on the ballot. Uh, okay, Thank you. here she comes. All right, let's just start it over again. It's worth it. Good evening. Um, thank you all of you for being here today. I want to begin by thanking the people of Rhode Island for their patience as we have been working to understand this situation. They haven't been patient. While we do not know every detail, I want to share what we know. After this statement, my team and I are happy to answer your questions. This week, we have heard reports that a vendor hired by my campaign to help collect signatures engaged in a widespread and outrageous attempt to defraud my campaign, the people of Rhode Island, and the democratic process. Let me be clear. I did not ask for that. I did not need this. This doesn't help me or my campaign. Nonetheless, this betrayal of trust was in the name of my campaign. And for that, I'm deeply sorry that this happened. I hold myself and everyone on my campaign to the highest ethical standards. My campaign provided clear instruction to this vendor and everyone who collected signatures for us. These individuals disregarded our campaign's instruction. They betrayed the trust of my campaign and may have broken the law. That vendor has been fired. Campaign worker. I have ordered my campaign to prepare all relevant documents for the Attorney General's investigation. Anyone who has broken the law must be held accountable for their actions. I came to this country when I was a young woman because I knew that America was the country where everybody's, everybody's voices was heard. This is the greatest democracy in, on earth. Used to be. And that's why I'm so disappointed that some of my opponents have spent this past week politicizing these unfortunate events for their own political gain. These guys didn't have the facts. No one did. This fraud hurts all of us and using it for political attacks to try to help themselves is shameful. I expect those Washington-style attack from the MAGA Republicans. Oh, my God. But not 
from my fellow Democrats who I have always treated with respect. Rhode Islanders want us focus on them, no fighting with each other. Not true. That's why I have been running a positive campaign, talking about the issues that Congress need to address. Positive fraud. Good jobs, reproductive freedom, common sense gun safety, and protecting our rights, our freedom, our democracy. Democracy. I have served in public office for 12 years as city councilor, as council president, and now as lieutenant governor. I have the experience and the record to make a difference in Congress on day one. Thank you. Now I'm glad to answer your question. Are you trying to claim that somebody doesn't have prejudice? One at a time, guys, and we'll get your questions. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, what do you say to this throwing your campaign into chaos? You had an AG criminal investigation. Now the referral today of all the signatures to the AG's office. How can you run an effective campaign when the specter is hanging over you of both the criminal and procedural investigations? The people of Rhode Island know me. I have a track record that they can look at. They know the work that I have done first as a, at the local level in the city council and now as lieutenant governor. So I'm confident that we're going to be running a strong campaign and we're going to win this campaign. If there's criminal charges regarding someone, a vendor, the campaign does stop with you. Will you remain in office as lieutenant governor if there are criminal charges under your campaign? Let's be clear. My campaign is not under investigation. Listen to this. A vendor that my campaign not hires true. under investigation. And do you think are you that they are did you, something you, on purpose? Your campaign, in terms of the contract with the vendor, uh, for signatures, mm -hmm. were they paid by the gross signature? Were they only paid on verified signatures? And how much were they paid for per signature? Um, so I can, um, Braxton can tell you the details. We just hired them. All right. then, um, Not true. Folks, again, much more ahead. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Stop in and see Marie, that historic white church. Shop local, inside, all quality products, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies. They understand quality, integrity. It's my health. It's all about your health. Local products. I say ye. Honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. You know, they carry over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products, and much more natural skincare products. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's all about health for you, for your family. There's vitamins for children, all different types of teas, all different types of spices. Boy, what a difference it'll make. Shop local. Stop it and see the queen of health. It's Marie and It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant, right in that historic white church. It's all about health. It's all about your health at It's My Health. Make sure to find the John DePietro Show Facebook page and you can watch all the action on the scene live stream. Follow it all. Real time live stream. Just follow John DePietro show right there on the Facebook page. You're listening to the John DePietro show. It's AM 1380, 909.9 FM. I want to play more of Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. She's running for Congress. She wants to represent District 1, 
Congressional District 1, the seat that had been held by David Cicilline, the seat that had been held by Patrick Kennedy, the seat that had been held by Ron Makeley, the seat that had been held by St. Germain. Let's hear, this is Matos trying to walk her through way. You're going to hear me coming up. This is Lieutenant Governor. I, I didn't find them credible at, it, at all. This is her at the press briefing on Friday. On uh, our rates, Braxton Bostev can tell you. Braxton's my campaign manager. Can tell Braxton you. ran Thank the McKee you. campaign. Thank you, Governor. Uh, yes, we, the vendor was not paid per signature. It was the, uh, the field workers were paid on an hourly basis. No one believes that. Were any checks done on any of these folks before they were hired? Or any type of criminal checks? before they were put out on the street to collect signatures, essentially, at people's homes? We trust that the vendors that we hire uh, work with integrity and work with with honesty. Brexton, the, the person who submitted some of these forms worked for the McKee campaign that That's you were right. also the manager of. So these people were not strangers, correct? You knew who they were? Yes. Uh, the, some of the... the, some of the Folks involved as with the vendor uh, were well-known uh, field workers in Democratic politics. So, what are you suggesting happened here? Do you think they purposely did something wrong? I, I don't think we're in a position to speculate, and we don't have enough information to speculate as to the motivation here. All we can say is that that they broke our trust, and uh, and clearly uh, did not follow the instructions we gave them on how to properly collect signatures. woman Holly. She was paid by the McKee administration, your McKee campaign. What, what, what was she paid to do? This is me. I, I unfortunately can't speak to that or refer those to the... Um, she the, was the, paid, though, when you were part of that. So what was she paid to do? She, uh, she paid to collect, collect ballots. Ballots. Right? Field work, phone banking, canvassing. Mail ballots. Field work, phone banking, canvassing. So I can't... I, mail ballots. I can't. I well. I can't speak to the specific work uh, that she did last year, other than field work. Um, so you, you know she'd been arrested for forgery in New Hampshire, correct? No, it's not. No, you no. know that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, refer any questions on on the, to the McKee campaign so, to the to the McKee campaign so right now. So you ran it. Your, Thank you. Your campaign is yes. a criminal investigation. Yep. And you expect us to believe you're going to continue with the campaign? A sitting lieutenant governor. Yep. Running for Congress. Right. And you're under criminal investigation, and you're going to continue my with Rhode Island's reputation. My and you can handle this in Congress. You, do you have a question, I'm or you just it. have a statement? Because I'm here to you answer your questions. So. You have, your yeah. people are forging dead people in Jamestown, and you think you're going to go to Congress. Is that correct? I'm telling you, I'm running a strong campaign, and I'm going to win this campaign. With dead people. Uh, next question. One of the other people who collected signatures, there hasn't been a question, is your husband. So it's mm -hmm. not all that. Are, doesn't the buck stop with you? That's what your opponents are saying. That you should have ultimate accountability here for what happens under your watch, whether you hired somebody or not. Every campaign hires staff to help them do field work and collect signatures. What happened to my campaign, we don't know the details yet. We don't know what happened. You asked the question, was that intentional? I don't know that. I cannot answer that. So we have to wait to find out what is going to be determined. But we don't have that answer about what happened. And it's too early for my opponents or anybody else to be making accusations that they don't have the facts for. Do you expect to stay in the race? I'm staying in the race. And if there's if criminal findings found, will you continue to stay in the race? You keep on blaming the vendor. The campaign stops with you. If, there's, if there are criminal charges regarding the signatures. This is your campaign. Let me tell you something. 
I don't enough to all of you. I have been in public office for more than 12 years. And keep on saying this, I'm just asking you. Yes, and I'm going to answer you, your question, right? My guiding principle in public office is I will never do anything that is going to make my parents to feel ashamed of what the work that I have done or that my children will have to pay for it. So yes, I'm going to defend my name and my family name to the end. And I'm going to stay in this campaign because they need people like me to go to Washington and fight for every Rhode Islander. Fraud. And to be an example for little girls that are so happy when I go to see them in one socket. Because they see someone that looks like them, that sounds like them. In an, in an elected office. Keeps so, yes, I'm running this campaign to the end. Cheater. To follow up on what you're saying, you've run for office many, many times. Criminal. This is your most high-profile race so far. Criminal. Why has it proven so difficult Because she's to incompetent. get enough signatures without running into these? Get off the ballot. questions. We did what Crook. every campaign does. We oh, relied yeah. on volunteers and also some pay um, um, Fraud. field workers. If you ask any other campaign, they do the same thing. Wrong. We have not done anything intentionally. We have not done anything to defraud the people of Rhode Island. No one Island. believes you. We were victims of someone that unfortunately no we trusted. No one believes that. And didn't follow our uh, instructions. And Wrong. I'd be more than glad to provide you with a copy of the instruction that we gave every person that was collecting signatures. There were two, weren't there, weren't there two field workers who did this? Yep. It's not, you keep saying one. Two, two. Yes. We hired a vendor, and the vendor hired the She's field a campaign worker. Who's the vendor? I'm not exactly sure what a vendor is. Is, what, is that an intermediary between you and the people who are doing the work? Yeah, How does that work? Yeah, the, the vendor uh, was a terrible liar. McLaren's firm? McLaren's firm. Ollie? Yes. What's, what's, what's the, the name of the firm? I don't do any solutions. Sorry. The vendor's name, the vendor is Harmony Solutions. Is that fully owned by Holly, or is anyone else involved? We don't know. We How many people did they hire to work for them under the contract? I mean, do they have like five people, seven people, one person, two? Yeah, that's not information that I don't think any of us know. How is that possible? Shana was, was was submitting was submitting signatures that Evan was notarizing. How does she not know who? How does Evan, who notarized it, not know who Shana is or who Shana is working for? Right. Yeah, I, I, I think on the notary piece, the notary is simply. Um, acknowledging that the person in front of you is who they say they are, not who they were. They're the worst you're liars. They didn't know who she was and who she was working for. And no, 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 I, I, no, no. I said the notary just simply says this is the person in front of me who is signing something. But so you, not who you're. But that person attests to having working. That person attests to having collected those signatures. Yeah. Right? So if, in fact, you don't know who the person is that you're attesting to to collect those signatures, how, in fact, can you have it notarized? No, no. You you know a person is who they say they are. Right, so that's yeah, but all the, you're doing. But, but that per, the person, the signature yeah. that's being noticed, I've done valid action across the country. All right, spoke about actually, it earlier. Is actually the individual who's attesting to have known the people they collected signatures from. Yes. If, if, if in fact Evan notarized those, how can he yeah. know ultimately who he's notarizing for and on behalf? Good point. When they don't have an answer, folks, watch more ahead. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. AJ, drywall, plaster, home improvement, call them today for a free quote. You can also find them on Facebook, 
323-9252. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Frame to finish basements. What a difference it'll make in your basement. Acoustic ceilings. Look how beautiful your ceiling could be. New homes, additions. Also, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling. Contact them today. It's a family-run business. AJ Drywall Plaster Home Improvements. Call for a free quote. What a difference they'll make in your home, your ceilings, floors, basements. 401-323-9252. What a difference. Beautiful walls and ceilings. 401 401- 323-9252. You can also find them on Facebook. It's AJ Drywall Plaster and Home Improvements for your home or business. You're listening to the John DePetro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Let's continue. This is the Sabina Matos Lieutenant Governor Press Conference. Total debacle disaster she's trying to explain about the criminal investigation into her campaign. When Evan notarized a document, it's just saying that the person that came with that page signed in front of him says that, yes, I'm the one that collected that. He has no way of knowing anything beyond that. He but just... He, could he actually, I'm sorry, I don't have a yeah, answer, yeah. but could he actually attest to the fact that that person had actually collected those signatures. Good question. That's that, what that's, they're signing on. No, that's not what he's notarizing. He's notarizing that the person who turned the page is the person in front of him. No, why, yeah. Yeah. why wait this long to speak about this, to address this, and why not get out in front of it? Yeah, I wanted to wait for the uh, Board of Election to go through their process. I didn't want to um, have any... Um, go ahead of it and plus honestly we have been trying to figure out what is going on oh yeah we're trying to get us How uh, they to get caught. more information i'm giving you whatever we know right now so but that's the reason several statements that you said to the press so you say you didn't want to comment on it but you did you just didn't make yourself available for reporters to question yes. what you were saying reporters were reaching out to my campaign they wanted a statement i think it was not right for me to give uh, any um statement any comments directly to the media before the board make their decision yeah. Yeah. Like, how, many balance this, how many fraudulent balance has your campaign found I don't have any any. This is me. One hundred. You're talking about ballots. No, excuse me. Signatures. Signatures. How many fraudulent signatures were there? I think you did an internal investigation, right? Yeah, I mean, we we are reading the reports that are coming in. I think the complaints, uh, you know, identified 41 forms that Ms. McLaren submitted. We have no way of knowing how many signatures on those forms are valid signatures that she witnessed versus ones that are not valid. That's the purpose of the Attorney General's investigation. This is is why the Attorney General's investigation. So you don't know how many signatures are fraudulent? No, we don't know anything. You don't know. There's are no you way prepared for us to, to know. deal with the consequences if they throw out all those forms from both of those people that would put you under the limit, uh, under the threshold? I, I think, first of all, numerically, uh, the signatures from both those would not put us below the threshold. Um, but again, the attorney general is going to do an investigation into you know which signatures that were submitted were, were fraudulent, if any, and which ones were not. How much that's, was that's the purpose of the signatures. How much was Harmony paid altogether? 
I don't know the total for you right now, and we've requested a refund, um, but uh, the field workers are paid at a rate of $15 an hour. Rex, right, so we've all been uh, Googling Holly McLaren this week, and you can, we can find links about things she was involved in in New Hampshire that might have given a campaign pause to hire her. Did you Google her before hiring her for this campaign? She was somebody who was well-known, uh, a well-known field worker in past campaigns, and, and at the she time had a reputation commercial. for doing uh, uh, Good work, and so um, you know we we had when we were looking at folks to do field work in this campaign, we had trust that they would act with integrity and with honesty, and and obviously that was misplaced. So, so, so the answer is no, that you did not Google her before hiring her for this campaign. Lieutenant Governor, is it we spent the entire afternoon just after the same occurrence, type of occurrences in the last election, listening to tales of woe about petitioning, about getting on the ballot, ballot access in the state. It's chaotic. It's messy. There's no chain of evidence between signatures like there would be on ballots. Is it time to drastically overhaul and reform what is clearly a troubled, messy system? I think this experience definitely showed that we should take a look about uh, how we can improve the process, but I don't have any particular um, opinion or um, recommendation at this moment. What about East Providence, where your campaign fortunately put in the city council people? This is me. spoken to the people. The city council in East Providence. I haven't spoken with them. Have you no. spoken to Holly? I haven't spoken. Who, who told you that this was developing? Like, how was it explained to you by Evan? I saw it, the news covering that, that the information. You found it out in the news? Yeah, you guys tend to get the scoop of everything. And what do you say after the endorsements that have come out that you had false endorsements previously in the that. campaign that there's a track record here that's just not this type of. I, um, again, that's just. Like, it's just political attack, and we addressed that before. Every person that political I um, was put on that press release, Criminal I spoke with them, and they said they would support me. After that, other people entered the race, and they changed their mind, and I'm okay with that. Uh, but I did not put any name in there of anyone that I didn't speak with and told me that the yes, that there was a This is Lieutenant you know, Governor Mastro. He hasn't seen or talked to you this week. You haven't, you haven't talked no, to I haven't, I haven't spoken with the governor. You haven't yet. spoken to him no. in the midst of all this. No. Is no. that unusual or? No, I had been very um, worried and concerned trying to figure out what's going on. And I had been spending a lot of time trying to, the, just trying to learn what's going on, honestly. So I'm not speaking of the governor. What do you say to doing your duties as lieutenant governor then? I have been doing my duties as lieutenant governor. And don't forget, lieutenant governor, the governor, secretary of state, attorney general, is a 24-7 uh, position, the treasurer also. What's your so, message to voters who see the scandal throughout the news to vote for you? So that's the part that hurts me the most, is I have worked really hard to do the right thing and to make sure that um, to win politics the right way. And to have my name associated with this, it really is, it's, it hurts me. In but most importantly, Criminal it worries me that the voters may not have faith they don't. in the democratic process. They don't. Honestly, what's your, what's your best guess? Why this happened to your campaign and not the dozens of other campaigns? They hired if I to give do you it. an answer, it's going to be speculating, and I don't, I don't want to do that. I'm waiting to see what uh, the investigation tells us. That's how um, they do business. Tell us. What do the steps look like for your campaign moving forward from this, trying to get that voter trust back? Yeah. Again, I have a track. I just want to take that up me and that they know that. If
Um, just a couple of weeks ago, they don't. They, they had been doing work for a period of fewer than two weeks. Um, there was a plan to hire somewhere in the, in the ballpark of six workers. They had just begun that recruitment process. We requested those records Sucks. on no. who they ultimately recruited and hired and paid. We don't have that yet, but we're, this we're, is the we're campaign proceeding to find that now. Did you hire any field workers outside of those through this one vendor? No. How many uh, workers in total did the campaign have collecting signatures? Um, the, 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 most of the signature gathering was collected by volunteers and supporters um, outside of this vendor. Um, Why did you pay them? And, 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 and yeah, uh, as, as I think somebody point, Brian, Brian pointed out, uh, Patrick, the Lieutenant Governor's husband, collected some as well. There, there are established companies out there that have a regional and national presence to gather signatures. Why not hire them as opposed to someone who's on field work and like to do differently in hindsight and hiring somebody d different to do this work, someone that we could trust it, have trusted to work with integrity is one of them. And where can we see the contract that exists between her firm and yours? And in fact, is that firm qualified to do business in the state of Rhode Island? Uh, yeah, there, was no, the, there was no written contract uh, with, the, uh, with um, the vendor. What? Really? No contract. That's highly unusual in that field. Again, I, that's highly unusual. Yeah, in my, in my experience with vendors, there are oftentimes there are written contracts, oftentimes there are not written contracts. Not that's that pretty field. standard. No, no that, not in that field. No. They're just, there no, exists I, that clear we'll, we'll respect. We'll respectfully disagree. They, they were paid by the hour, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. And how many hours, how would you know how many hours they worked? Because of the short timeline in which they were engaged with the campaign, we have not yet received that accounting, and in fact, we are we are asking for uh, we're asking for those documents right now. So you don't know how many hours they they worked? No, not yet. Yes, so you you just one more question. Like refusing your phone calls, not picking up the phone, and findable. Uh, we, we've made these requests to. Uh, we're we're going to have much more. This is the John DePietro show. Get your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Over 25 years experience specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating. Call for a free estimate today. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving. Whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway, it's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. J. Perry Paving, a licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting your needs. No matter how big, how small, contact them today for a free quote, 401 732 1730. What a difference it makes for your driveway, for your business, parking lot. J, letter J, J Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Online at jperrypaving.com and look for them on Facebook. Remember to follow the John DePietro Show on YouTube it's John DePietro Show on YouTube. Subscribe, which means you get notified whenever we post new videos. You find original content, video you can't find anywhere else. Subscribe today. It's free. It's the YouTube channel of the John DePietro Show. 
Falcon Pest Services, when you have a pest problem, give them a call. Serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services, residential or commercial, whether it is for maybe you have some kind of a termite problem, bed bugs, ants, Roaches, listen, a mice problem. Mice can be problematic. Rats, mosquitoes, many other pests. Falcon Pest Services, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. All different types of programs, multifamily housing, condos, apartments, single family homes, restaurants, office buildings, highly trained, experienced pest control technicians. Maybe it's once a year. Maybe it's a one time treatment, monthly service, quarterly, or year round protection. You can depend. Falcon Pest Services. Call them today for a free quote, 401-739-1322. Get your yard sprayed, get rid of those mosquitoes. Falcon Pest Services. Call today, 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services. You can also find them on Facebook. Remember to log on to depetro.com. We have original stories, original videos, also links to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Plus, you can get some great merchandise in the shop. Log on, depetro.com. AdMed Urgent Care, walk-in urgent care center. All your medical needs, they're open seven days a week, doctors and nurses. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. That's right in the Atwood Medical Center, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. Again, they're open seven days a week at Med Urgent Care. When you need urgent care without the wait now, when I've been in that situation and I needed urgent care, that's where I went. If you want to go to an emergency room and have a long wait, well, you're free to do that. Otherwise, do what I did. Go to at Med Urgent Care, whether it's work-related, maybe someone's not feeling well, someone needs stitches, whatever it may be. At Med Urgent Care, comprehensive outpatient urgent care facility. There's two locations, one near you, Johnson right in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. That's right across from Felicia's. When you need, and I need urgent care, you want AtMed Urgent Care. Again, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue and Johnson in the Atwood Medical Center, and 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. Seven days a week, doctors and nurses, AtMed Urgent Care. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. The border. Battle continues at the border. How about the Department of Justice is now suing the state of Texas? They have this new floating barrier of buoys. Makes sense to me. For some reason they're being sued. I think it's it's an effective. Let's hear the, the piece on this. will say they are just fine with the security that is already in place, like the fence you see right behind me. Some will say they want more security. But one thing that a lot of people are starting to agree on is the fight over migrants and the militarization of these border towns is bringing a battleground to their backyards, and it's getting old. Overnight, the Department of Justice suing the state of Texas over these red buoys. The DOJ claiming this thousand-foot barrier was not approved by the Army Corps of Engineers, now demanding it be removed from the Rio Grande River. 
But in a letter to President Biden, Governor Greg Abbott doubling down, writing, Texas, we'll see you in court, Mr. President, and making his case during an interview with Fox News. Working together, uh, these devices have turned away and repelled tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people who try to enter into the United States illegally. But since the end of Title 42 in May, border crossings have been down more than 30 percent. The White House responding to Abbott's defiance. And what you see uh, the governor doing is dangerous and unlawful. It's actually hurting the process. The buoy barrier is placed in shallow waters, forcing migrants into deep parts of the river. Some crawling through razor wire to reach the riverbanks, inflicting injuries on that journey. And you see a war zone. Layers and layers of concertina wire. Back in Eagle Pass, action can't come fast enough for business owner Jesse Fuentes. He's also suing the state of Texas over this barrier and the harm it's caused his kayaking business. It's always been about the, the river and everything that's connected to it. My business, my community, my culture. The DOJ, their lawsuit will be heard first in a federal district court, but Greg Abbott is already saying that he will appeal to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals if they lose in that district court, and he will take it all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court if he has to. Listen, Robin, this business of it's causing people to climb under these, they're not supposed to be climbing under anything. They're not supposed to be in the river. See, this is what happens when you don't have good leadership, lack of leadership. It's treated as an open border, and then you just, you know, this is how the chaos comes out. This is completely unacceptable, but this is the Biden administration. They're the ones that have failed to do anything, do anything effectively. Where's the vice president? Why hasn't she been to the border? Don't say it makes it more dangerous, and therefore then the people have to go into the, the deeper water. They're not supposed to be there anyway. Like, enough is enough. I, I can't believe hearing these stories of how, oh, it's terrible. Then the, quote, migrants have to go into the deeper water. Then they have to try to climb under a fence. They're not supposed to be climbing into anything. They're not supposed to be going into the deep waters. They're not supposed to be in the shallow waters. We have a process. You can't just come ro- strolling through. And I know there are plenty of people that want that. There are plenty of people. WNRI, Socket W260DC. WNRI.